Any examples used are for illustrative purposes only and do not take into account your particular investment objectives, financial situation, or needs, and may not be suitable for all investors. It is not intended to predict the performance of any specific investment and is not a solicitation or recommendation of any investment strategy. Welcome to Your Retirement Unbroken with your host, Merritt Strunk. Merritt is a licensed fiduciary and financial advisor who always places your needs first. Merritt works hard each day to educate Americans like you on how to reach the financial freedom they've worked so hard for, and he can help you too. So now, let's start the show. Here's Merritt Strunk. Hey, this is Merritt Strunk, and welcome to the Retirement Unbroken Show. I am the host and the president of Momentum Financial, and you are listening to the Retirement Unbroken Show, and because of that, you are a member of the Unbroken Nation. Isn't that nice? You want to be part of the Unbroken Nation. And, you know, folks, why are we showing up week after week, recording a show, doing a podcast, uh, putting together information? Well, our goal to in, in doing this on the Retirement Unbroken radio show is to transform our listeners into more educated and more equipped and financially savvy individuals so that you can make better financial decisions for you and your family and unlock what is possible in your financial future. Isn't that nice? So our premise, the premise is that the truth is with many people, their retirement is already broken and they just don't know it yet. Kind of a bummer. You know, we're joined here today by uh, our producer, Matt McClure. Matt, what do you say, my friend? I am doing well, Merritt. How, how are you? I, I hope you had a great um, holiday. You know, we just uh, went through Thanksgiving. I think I've just about recovered from all of the turkey and, and the other things. And I'm just about to come out of hibernation after all that food. <laughs> yeah, we had a great time. Thank you for asking. And you know, it, it always is a great time to slow down and reflect uh, on what you're grateful for. And mm -hmm. gratefulness is one of the most incredible feelings a human can tap into, truthfully. So tapping into that gratefulness, Thanksgiving, we had a wonderful time with family. Thank you so much. I'm glad you had a good time too. So Matt, bringing you into this uh, conversation I had just a second ago, right? Just this comment, which is, you know, for most people, I mean, not most people, for a lot of people, their retirement's already broken. They just don't know it yet. And they may be a long way off from retirement, right? But they have hopefully what we call a retirement. Um, and for many, they're just not doing what they need to be doing. So Matt, let me ask you something. Let's pretend you're the average person. We all know you're above average, but you know, so uh, if, if you are like <clears throat> putting yourself in that average person, you know, person on the street that is aspiring one day to have a choice to stop working, right? The stop working uh, golden years, uh, American stereotypical uh, retirement, do what you want to do and have a good time. And you want to enjoy your life, you, your spouse, your family, you want to travel. You want to see your grandkids, enjoy hobbies, like whatever they may be, a, a golfing, a woodworking, whatever it is, you know, that typical retirement thing and lifestyle. So if you aspire to do things, these things, Matt, you're putting yourself in the place of our listeners here. But what you don't know is that your retirement, your future, you know, wealth, your future financial future is actually broken, but you don't know it. If that's the case, Matt, when would you want to know that it's in danger? Ooh, as soon as humanly possible. I don't want to wait until I'm, I'm, you know, going into retirement and then it's too late. That's just, uh, that's not a good situation. Are you sure? Are you sure <laughs> that, that, that if it's broken and you don't know it, that as soon as possible is when you would want to find out? I am 100% sure about that. Absolutely. And, and here's a, here's another way of phrasing that question, which is if you if you had that situation, how long would you want to go on not knowing that situation? <laughs> I think that that's another way of asking it, right? So, so so again, uh, being the foil here, what's the single most important thing that you think you can do this week so that you can find out if there is some simple things, tweaks, fixes to the situation, so that you could have a future retirement. A, a positive financial future. What what are some of these things that you could do this week to to take action? I mean, I think for me, like the number one thing, the the easiest and simplest thing would be to ask for advice and ask for um, some help from from an expert. And I mean, hey, I know a guy, um, so you know that would be, that would be an easy right. thing for for me to do. <laughs> right, right, and I I think that is now. 
that is such an obvious setup and answer, right? You'd, it may be broken. And if it is broken, then what would you do this week? And, you know, it's a great, you know, obvious, you know, answer to that question. And I think people driving in their car or listening at home and listening at work or whatever can, could certainly agree. Oh, that's a gimme. Yeah. What a setup that was Merritt. So, but, but people don't, right? So, there's that situation. You may be one of those if you're listening and you don't. That would fall under the headline of procrastination, potentially, right? <laughs> you know you should, but you don't. That's that's the definition, right? Um, mm. So what are what are some of those reasons why people don't take action? They don't call somebody like me to, to ask simple questions like, how do I know, right? How do I assess my situation? What are the what are uh, what are the things I need to do? What can how can you help me? Sort of thing, you know. Why don't people do that? What 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 is it? What, what's keeping them from taking action? Well, a couple of things. I think one of them is living in blissful ignorance, um, and and the uh, the power of that, the, the, the you know the comfortability of that. I think is a is a big thing. It's kind of the same reason that people don't go to the doctor. If you know a lot of the time, if they think that something might be wrong, they're like, well, if I go to the doctor and I find out something's wrong, then I'm going to know that something's wrong, and that's going to be added stress mm. and all of this. I'm like, yeah, but you can get help if you know something's wrong. Like like and the most, same thing uh, kind of applies. Like mo- like most men, like what I, what I say about when you know people oh, yeah. go, don't go to the doctor. Most men don't go to the doctor unless something falls off of them. You know, so, right? Something exactly. Just, oh, something just fell off. I have to go to the doctor. You know? <laughs> the, <laughs> my that? arm is not supposed to be lying on the floor. You know what? What is that? I, I got to get this yeah. fixed. Absolutely. Um, but, I, and I would say I would throw some things in there when you're thinking about the list of those things, which is. Um, the fear of the unknown. Maybe this isn't right for me. It's uncomfortable yeah. for me. I don't want to face that. Uh, how about perfection, which is the opposite? Because there mm-hmm. are certain people who um, have a mindset in their personality, which is I must know everything about this before I go and talk about it. And that is, an, is a great excuse for you need to achieve perfection before you take action on it. And that is a perfect uh, reason to procrastinate. I'm not yeah. ready. I can't go there. I can't go and have a conversation with a fiduciary financial advisor until I know the answers to this, right? How are you supposed to know the answers to this? Did you go to school to study financial investing? Did you read many, many books about it? Have you done all the internet searches and research that you ever want to do? Cause it could just gag you and full of bad advice as well. Um, don't do that. Here's what I would say about this. And I'm going to encourage everybody to think about this thing, you know, because any, it's like I tell my kids, you know, you don't have to tell me all the reasons why you can't do something. You just need one. You just need one excuse. That's all, that's all you need. Right. So don't, don't, don't give me 10, you know, so the, the, you're going to pay the piper on this. If you don't take action with money, time is everything right. Acting early. Right? I, I'll, I'll make the case for you. You cost you dollar cost average put away money when you're 24 years old. When you're our ages, you can choose not to work. If you yeah. if you compound interest, con, you know uh, systematic contribution, all those things. Uh, statistically, with market the uh, the markets the way they've gone over time, you'll be in a good place to do it. But there are many reasons why you cannot do that, and they are the reasons why you will possibly not have the retirement of your dreams. So don't let perfection or the, or the, uh, the, uh, analysis paralysis, or, you know, I must know everything about this before I go and talk to somebody because I look like a bozo. That's not it. There's no shame or embarrassment in having that conversation, whether you're in a good place or a bad place, it just is. Um, so don't feel like it's lack of knowledge, you know, or, or I'm ashamed because I don't know these things. You didn't go to school for doing it. You don't do this every single day. You don't do this every single minute. I got it. Talk to somebody who can help like us. Um, you don't need all the answers before you talk to someone. So if, if you are somebody who's listening to this and you're like, I want to take what I call imperfect action and move forward, create momentum. One step leads to another. I pick up the phone. I have the conversation. I have the conversation to fix the problem. I fix the problem. I have a good future, financial future. You know, it's wonderful. That's the way momentum works. Take the very next action and it doesn't have to be perfect. It can be imperfect action. So here's what you can do. You can go to our web website. If you've never been, be there, 
you can go to retirementunbroken.com, retirementunbroken.com, and press the complimentary consultation button at the top right and get your retirement unbroken analysis custom for you, your situation, right? There is no cost to that. It's complimentary. Um, there is no judgment, you know, get the, and sometimes when you you said uh, ignorance is bliss, isn't it wonderful? Sometimes somebody doesn't have all this fear or reasons or anything. They don't know enough to not know or to even be ashamed or be worrying about it. And they're just going to call and ask, Hey, how do I get out of debt? You know, what's the best way to do that? Uh, how do I, how do I invest my 401k right now? Be the market so wonky, you know, what, what's, what's right for me. Okay. Great conversations. Those are great questions to start the ball rolling. So if you have one of these, um, complimentary consultations, let me, let me tell you what it could be. It could be the cause set in motion, right? That ends up bringing you to a place you want to be 20 years, 30 years, five years in the future. Okay. I'm in a much better place because I started asking questions and I talked to somebody who could help me. Okay. I hope I got that point through that uncomfortableness you're feeling right now. If you're listening, right? That uncomfortableness right now you may be feeling is your future. You telling you to act for goodness sake, act, call, ask the question, uh, so that they, the future, you can achieve everything that they want to achieve. That's that uncomfortable voice in your head, the feeling like, oh, I know I have to do that, right? And when you have these conversations about planning, financial planning, um, and this is a great time to do it. This is what this whole show is about. Um, you want to check the boxes. Will I have enough money for my expenses in the future? Will I have a, a lifestyle that I want to achieve? If one of us gets sick, are we going to be okay? If one of us predeceases the other, are we going to be okay? Will I be a victim of having too many taxes because I didn't plan my tax diversification or drawdown order or my assets that I invest in? What if I have medical expenses later on? Will I be able to afford those? What if the economy crashes? Am I going to be okay? What if the stock market crashes? Those are all the check boxes we're going to check off in comprehensive planning fashion, right? Um, so enough of that. Where we are right now, uh, here we are um, coming up to December. Wow, last month of the year. And um, we have a few days left here of the Medicare annual enrollment period. It ends on December the 7th. So that's important for seniors who no longer work, who, who use Medicare for their health insurance. And if you need some help, you give us a call uh, on that one. There's a lot of people who are doing their annual enrollment. And for goodness sake, if you watch television at any time at all, you're going to be slaughtered with Medicare Advantage advertising on it. Um, we've talked about that in the past. Be careful. There's a reason why they're on television somebody's making money, right? So uh, it's not always the best choice and it pays off to do your due diligence. So what's coming up in the show here, um, I want to hit that real quick, is we're going to talk about New Year New Year Res New Year's resolutions, I have to use to Mr. Lips and Mr. Tongue all together, um, that you can keep some easy ones related to your financial well-being. And then we're going to talk about some of those things that retirees fear the most. Uh, they, they fear the most, and there's good reasons for that. Then we're going to talk about the, the cost cutter idea of the week. And uh, possibly if we have time, we're going to stop. We're going to start talking about how to stop the bleeding in your bonds and some important updates for 2023. So let's uh, let's first touch on the uh, stock market today. So if you tuned into the stock market today, at the, again, at the time of we're recording the show, um, it was all a buzz today about Jerome Powell making comments about the upcoming Fed meeting, because when there's a Fed meeting, they declare a Fed, uh, you know, lending rate hike. OK, and we all know if you've been listening to the show on the Unbroken Nation, you know, uh, rate hikes and how they affect the markets and so on uh, related to the economy. And why are they doing it? They're trying to slow down the economy. Right. So the market started out low, basically in emotional fear of what might come out of this upcoming meeting. And then uh, Jerome Powell, the head of the Fed, then came out with uh, pretty, pretty um, tame comments, 
right? Pretty tame comments. And, and he said something like, okay, we may reduce the amount of, um, you know, severity over the hawkishness of the of the rate increases. And then the stock markets bounce right back up. I mean, we were down 200 points on some of the indexes and now we're back up. So uh, some thoughts here uh, related to inflation. inflation. The GDP, the United States gross domestic product production grew 2.9 in the third quarter. Um, that's interesting. So inflation is supposed to be coming down a little bit. The Fed, the hikes have been going up to, to do that. And now we see a GDP that's actually somewhat strong, 2.9. So it's a bit of a mixed signals. That said, we're starting to see some decline in employment numbers. They came in way under what was expected. And we're also starting to see some layoffs. There's a whole slew of tech companies that have announced uh, layoffs here. Not significant, but you know, still, they're there. Uh, in contrast to this we're reducing the amount of hikes and we see maybe the uh, econ the inflation coming down a little bit. Um, the What we call the yield curve, the inverted yield curve, um, is still inverted significantly. Um, we haven't seen this levels of inversion of the yield curve since 1982. Okay, what does that mean? I mean, you hear, you hear, you hear people talking about the inverted yield curve. What, what is and why is it important? Basically, it's the difference between the uh, the short term bond and the long term bond. You know, so it's like for now, the ten year U.S. government treasury bond is three point eight percent. You know, so that's the long term ten ten year. That's a longer term. They have thirty years as well, and then the yield for the two year bond, the short term, is four point two four. We just haven't seen that inversion. Uh, in a very long time, 40 years or so. So that is typically a bellwether indicator of recession. When's it coming? Some people think it's going to be recession time, uh, latter, latter half of 2023. We don't know. So um, this represents inver inverting yield curve is whereby the, the longer maturities of bonds provide lower yield than the shorter maturity uh, treasury bonds. Um, why would you ever give the government money for a longer period of time to get back less money? No bueno, does not make sense. Non sequitur. Makes your, makes your brain kind of, mm, that doesn't make sense. <clears throat> and that's what we're dealing with here. So if you had bonds as a retiree in your, in your 60-40 portfolio, then you know. You know you're just not getting the yield on the bonds you had already purchased that are longer term bonds in your, in your bond ladder. Okay. Well, that, folks, brings us to a little bit fun uh, here. Um, Matt, would you please do us the honor of uh, giving us the financial wisdom quote of the week? And now for some financial wisdom. It's time for the quote of the week. It is my pleasure to read the quote of the week this time around. Um, it comes from a guy named Dave Ramsey, who uh, talks a little bit about money himself uh, on a, a daily basis uh, here. And um, he said this, quote, you must gain control over your money or the lack of it will forever control you. Boy, when I read that, I immediately thought of like me and my financial situation, like in my 20s and early 30s, especially. Yeah. Um, I love Dave Ramsey's, uh, down home wisdom, especially his little, uh, Tennessee twang that he brings to it, you know, um, and I've said this time before, one of my favorite quotes of Dave Ramsey says, you, you've got to live like nobody else so that later you can live like nobody else. Yeah. And what he's trying to say is, look, you know, get rid of that debt. You got to live on beans and rice and you'll be living like nobody else later on. You know, uh, that was more Southern than it was Tennessean, but the, you know, you get the idea. <laughs> so, um, and then and another one related to that too is you either let taxes control you or you control taxes. And you can't do that without talking about it, thinking about, planning about it now, right? You, you, you can't reduce your taxes in the future if you don't take care of the situation, how you disposition your assets now, right? You're a secret partner in your retirement on the taxes there. So um, are you in the retirement red zone? Um you may be and don't know what I mean. So the retirement red zone is that you plan to retire in the next five years, or you have just retired within five years. And if that's your case, 
um, you've got to figure out if you're in what we call the sequence of returns risk. This is what can kill your retirement if you don't have things set up correctly. Um, you can't afford to lose too much during these years, which means protection and growth is key. It's like I, I, I say uh, many times before, which is you can hope for the best, but prepare for the worst. Um, recently, we've talked to folks who had the 60-40 portfolio in retirement. They've, they've been retired for a few years and they have lost significant value in their assets because they were investing as if they were in their accumulation years. And the same kind of setup on a 60-40 um, in somewhat uh, passive portfolios that are programmatic in percentages and certain assets. And that's just not evolved. Um, it's not evolved investing anymore, especially for people who are looking to retire and, and uh, managing their wealth over long term. So if you are in that, that uh, retirement red zone, talk to somebody. If you've lost a lot of value in your portfolio, call a financial fiduciary, financial advisor that has your best interest at heart, and you can call us, right? Our phone number is 858-521-9700, and it doesn't matter where in the country you are, we can help you. Okay, you can also go to retirementunbroken.com and reach out to us. So if you're in that situation, you're in the red zone, you wonder why you've lost so much, you can't figure out what's going on, you want to talk about taxes, uh, income, uh, long-term care, those kind of situations, get a comprehensive financial plan. Don't wait. Take imperfect action and move forward. Okay. So the new year is coming up. Wow. Wow. Here we are. And, and frankly, I'm going to be happy to see 2022 go by the wayside and move on to 2023. I think I said the same thing about 2021. <laughs> I think I said the same thing about that. It's like, whew, that one was, uh, that one was, uh, you know, quite the ride. It feels like you got on the bull and rode for less than eight seconds and, and got tore, got tore up is what you got. Yeah. You got <laughs> tore up is what you got cowboy. Right. So we're going to go a couple, uh, through a couple of these new year's resolutions that you may want to do. And I, I hesitate to even call them resolutions, just good actions here coming about in the new years. Okay. you ready for the first one. All right. So calculate your net worth. I love it when we do this for people because they just like have no clue. And all of a sudden they see this number and they're like, wow, I had no clue. Yeah, well, don't get carried away here, buddy. Right. <laughs> so the, the whole chat to task is, you know, not losing it. Getting is one thing, not losing it's the other. You know how the, the metaphor is climbing to the top of Mount Everest is a skill set. That's the accumulation years of your life. But most mountain climbers will tell you. It's just as important in a different skill set, different mentality of how to get down the other side of the <laughs> mountain, right? That's the de-accumulation. That's retirement years. You, it's a different paradigm and mindset. And if you don't change that by the time you hit the peak, you've got some things in store for you. You've got to be careful, right? Especially right now. So any changes that you need to make uh, become more obvious when you're doing this net worth calculation. Uh, you start by totaling your assets, which is account balances, real estate, equity, anything of value. And then you subtract your liabilities like the mortgage loan or the debts or anything you owe. So to create a clear picture of your net worth. Okay. That in itself, great, great uh, exercise. Pretty easy for you to do. Next one, check up on your retirement accounts. And what you want to do is be sure to take advantage of any contributions, if you're not retired yet, uh, offered within your employer's retirement plan. There are people who are leaving free money, free match money on the table. And they also, they, you ask them, well, what's the match? Okay. Is there a Roth? Um, and is it available to you? And are you getting all the free money? And when you're in that stage of you're just working dealing with the world, busy, busy, busy kids and work and family, you, you, you may not have the opportunity to stop the world from turning and ask those questions. When we, when we talk to you and meet with clients, we provide that opportunity for you to go, okay, here's what I have to do. Action plan, because we're going to talk about it next week, right? So if you're 50 or older, you can contribute up to an additional $7,000 a year in your 401k. So that's 
$583 a month towards contributions. So it's changing into 2023. Uh, you can put that in, a, in, a, in your IRA, right? So you can contribute an additional $7,000 a year or $583 a month to an IRA. Obviously, if you're under 50, that, that, uh, that figure is different. Okay. Uh, if you're self-employed, get in touch with us about setting up something like a SEP, S-E-P IRA. Boy, there's some great advantages to that. So if you're self-employed, you got to know about this. Tell you what, we're going to take a break right here, and then we're going to come back with the rest of those things that you can do. They're pretty easy. If you haven't been to our website, retirementunbroken.com, or call us at 858-521-9700. We'll see you after the break. This part of today's show, Your Retirement Unbroken, is available wherever you listen to podcasts and online at retirementunbroken.com. Hello, stranger. It seems so good to see you back again. Are you concerned about inflation? political uncertainty, rising taxes, and how it could all affect you and your family during retirement. If you have an IRA balance over 400000 you could save six figures in retirement taxes that you would be paying over a 35-plus year retirement. Find out how much you could save today by scheduling your free Roth conversion consultation with Merritt Strunk at retirementunbroken.com. You're listening to Your Retirement Unbroken. To schedule your free no-obligation consultation with Merit, visit retirementunbroken.com. All right, welcome back to the Retirement Unbroken show. This is your host, Merit Strunk. And we were talking about the things that you can easily do coming up here the next the, the new year about finances, right? Really important. So one of you in the marriage, or if you're single, it's you, can do these things pretty easily. I hope you're taking notes. So we just got through talking about checkup on your retirement accounts because there were some changes. In one of our previous shows, we talked about those changes that are coming up. You can actually save more. So talk to your HR department. Make sure you're you know, contributing uh, at, you know, up to the limit that if that's possible for you. Make sure you're getting all the match there. If you're not sure, then call us and we can help you out with that. And by the way, do you know what you're invested in your 401k? A lot of people just said no. A lot of people just said, oh, it's the um, it's the 2050 or the 2055 or the 2060 fund. Well, if you're in that, you know right away you're in a target fund. Target funds have gotten beat up this year. Target funds have really gotten beat up, very programmatic, because why? Well, the stock market's down and bonds are down, right? That may not necessarily be the best thing for you. When you're younger, hey, let caution fly the wind. It's high risk. You can do it. Uh, at, if you're not and you're in the red zone, then it's something you got to take a look at. Please call us. We can walk you through each and every one of those investments in your 401k. Okay. Know what you're invested in. Make sure you're getting all that free money and up your contribution if you can to the new limits. Okay. So update your savings goals. Determine how much you plan to set aside each month in your future. Warren Buffett said, don't save what is left after spending, but spend what is left after saving. Hmm. Another, another wise quote there. I think we've covered that one before. Um, or just said that, you know what wealthy people do? They make sure they invest first and then they have expenses afterwards. The rest of us do expenses first and invest what's left, right? Nope. They, they've got a, a plan, right? They, they know with intention how they're going to grow their wealth. So uh, number four here is make a plan to pay off debts. You may not have a clue on how to do that because if you have multiple debts, it's kind of daunting. It could be overwhelming. Uh, and uh, you may have never done something like that. So we can easily help you figure that out. Which one to pay first? Which one to pay second? How much you need to do? How are you going to do that? So you could decide how much you pay towards any loans, debts, mortgages, accounts, and so on. Consider paying extra principal in your mortgage payment each month. You possibly you can say, um, I'm just going to pay one extra uh, payment each year. If you do that, make sure it goes to principal. If you don't tell the mortgage company, they may apply it towards the interest. Okay. You would definitely want that to go to the principal. You got to write those words on the payment. 
Okay. So by doing so, you'll earn a risk-free return on that money equal to your mortgage interest rate and cut down on the number of years it takes to pay off your mortgage. I believe that each extra payment that you make can take two years off your uh, mortgage. We've done the calculation before on a mortgage interest payoff sort of situation. I believe you, you, every extra payment you make knocks off two years off your mortgage. So you can quickly pay off that mortgage in half the time if you, if you get that done. Okay. Number five, rebalance your portfolio. Wow. How important is that? The stock market always has its, its ups and its downs and some sectors overperform. Right. Right now, energy is performing. Praise the Lord. That's great. Something's performing. Uh, and some sectors underperform. Well, that would be everything that is uh, tech, pretty much. Um, of course, it goes up and down, right, depending on the time. So 2022 has been pretty grim for most of the sectors. Right. And by rebalancing your portfolio to its original uh, updated asset allocation, you take steps to lock in the gains the thank you zone, take the thank you, this is profit uh, from different sectors and then uh, with the best returns and then purchase shares in sectors that have lagged behind, but now you're buying low and you're rebalancing, you're rebalancing your risk as well, your original risk. People who don't do that rebalancing end up having more risk many times in the sector that overperformed, right? So here's a tip. If you rebalance your portfolio with a broker, broker, right? Stock jockey. They are likely charging you 5.5% to do this. This is not an efficient strategy, right? Uh, we recommend you work with someone who has your best interests in mind and looks to save you money, not to lose more of it. So, you know, these are commissions on trades and, and transactional costs and things like that. They can add up. No bueno, not in your best interest. Okay. Number six, pay down your credit cards. Durr, right? There, that was everybody's goal. Hey, I have this much. And sometimes you have it and you're you're leaving it kind of rotating to build up some credit. I get that part. I, I get it. Um, and that means you're in the situation where you could have, but you're choosing not to just to have this, this history, right? So we're talking about the big balance credit cards with high APRs, right? No one has ever become rich off airline miles and hotel points. So don't let that fool you. Make it a goal to pay off your balance each month if you can. Debt is bad. Dave Ramsey tell you that, right? Don't buy it if you don't have the cash for it, right? Also, a credit card should not be your emergency fund. I realize life, sometimes that's the situation. You've got to put it on a credit card. I got it. But if you had a choice, you would not choose credit card to be your emergency fund. Be sure also to have three to six months of expenses set aside for unseen emergencies. Some people, folks, literally have a second savings account that says emergency fund, and they keep that money in there. It's separate from their other savings account, right? So most people in general, I said some people do that. Most people say, oh, it's in the savings account easy way to separate that is to say, this is emergency fund, three to six months. Why? Well, people in COVID can answer you on that is they lost their jobs. They couldn't go to work. And then they didn't have the backstop to say, all right, we're going to be okay. Right. One of our clients left to work because she didn't like the situation and she could because she had an emergency fund says, I will not tolerate that. And I am going over here and I don't have to rush out and take the wrong job. How wonderful. Psychological error is what we call that right? I'm not stressed about it. I've made the right decision for us and I have a backstop. Wonderful. Emergency fund in general is for emergencies. The um, air conditioner went out. The uh, the refrigerator went out. Went out. Uh, got a car wreck. One of those things. You also want to, this is number seven guys, if you're tracking, uh, review your credit card report or your credit report. Sorry. So make sure you check that regularly, take steps to repair any negative aspects that show up on that. There is not an excuse for not reviewing this important information because there are errors that happen. Uh, there's a ding on your credit and it can hurt you and, you, and people go, what, well, why is that there? They go and pursue repairing that and get it off. Okay. Uh, number eight, 
review your life insurance needs over and over and over again. We see people are underinsured and in many cases it's easily fixed. So as you move through your career or your life, right? Your life insurance and your disability insurance will need to continue to change. I know that sounds crazy, right? But if you're working off your 30 year old self term life insurance and you're now 50 years old and you still have that limited amount of life insurance, that's uh, problematic depending on your situation, right? Um, so it may need to continue to change. So give some thought on how much protection you will need and consider your options. Um, pros and cons to, to other things. You know, when we do our planning, we do two perfect storms. What's the first perfect storm? you uh, get promoted from the planet today. And then we take a look at what happens to mama and the kids and the house and the expenses. Is that going to put uh, your spouse in a terrible situation? Why would you let that happen? Why would you let that happen to them? Right? So the easiest first stop off the bus would be a term, term life insurance, biggest bang for the buck, really, really cheap. And you're just renting coverage. So there's pros and cons to that one. That may be the right thing for you. maybe the wrong thing for you. Uh, an IUL would be another option uh, with the incredible flexibility of its uh, living benefits plus death benefit. You know, those are great. So if you're 40s or 50s, these type of policies are one of the only ways to generate tax-free retirement income. If you've not listened to this show before and you just heard me say tax-free retirement income, how often... Do you talk about tax-free retirement income? Okay, so if you don't know what I'm talking about, and a lot of people don't when you mention IULs, there's pros and cons to that too. Talk to us, find out if it's right for you. If you do not have long-term care, if your parents, grandparents, grandma, grandpa lived a long time, you probably ought to be asking these questions. Um, so the bottom line here is get in touch with someone who can help you build and navigate your financial plan. You're checking all those boxes I mentioned earlier in the show. So when it comes to something so important as your money, and by the way, the Bible mentions money and possessions over 2,000 times, more than prayer and love. Does that blow your mind? So clearly the creator knows that money is going to be important for you and you're going to need it as long as you're on the planet. So why not reach out to somebody who can help you with that? So it is important. Time and money is important. Do not wait. If you're 62 and you're retiring at 64, please immediately talk to somebody. Call us up. Um, you know, or you and your spouse can have a one-on-one a, a -on -one opportunity to ask us questions. It doesn't cost you anything. It's complimentary. So give your money the attention it deserves. Um, and needs in order to grow for your future and provide it in the right fashion. Things have changed. If you're not using evolved financial planning and vehicles, then you're missing out on the bus. If you've got a passive uh, programmatic 60-40 uh, uh, portfolio out there, then you have felt the pain, haven't you? It's time to ask questions. So that's all complimentary for you. Um, think, think of it this. We'd like to to think of that meeting, that that complimentary consultation that lasts about an hour, doesn't cost you anything, um, is, is that even though it's a simple conversation, it's relaxed, that conversation is like a cause set in motion. It could change your financial future, your family's financial future, and perhaps even generations after that. So we love that. We love it. When we see somebody that it, when we go through and say, well, if you keep doing what you're doing, you're not going to end up in the right place. And here's why. Boom, 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 boom. Oh, but here's how easy we can change that. We can change it by doing this, 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 and this. Oh my gosh. And you should see that picture illustrated how much better that is uh, with as much mathematical support as you can get to it. And it, it then becomes that conversation that changed your entire life. You spent one hour and it had changed your entire financial future. But, you know, obviously there's there's uh, things that can happen in life, but we want to try to mitigate those and we'll discover uh, how much you're paying in fees. We'll cut unnecessary costs, eliminate unnecessary risk. Talk about your 401k, your IRA and your plans for the future and goals. 
We can even help you with social security, budgeting, debt reduction, et cetera. So that brings us to what retirees fear the most. Well, running out of money is a big one, more so than death, right? I'd prefer to die rather than run out of money and be a, a ward of the state. So how could this happen to hardworking Americans? Well, social security cutbacks. So in the 1940, uh, there were 40 workers per retiree. Today, there are only three workers per retiree. The ratio is expected to become a two to one by the year 2050. So less into the system. So what will uh, potentially government do? Well, they're going there and decrease the, uh, the richness of the social security program. Um, maybe they'll push back retirement dates. Maybe they'll eliminate the 8% delayed retirement credits. You know, the, who knows? Maybe they could do any of those things. Um, how about um, tax increases? A lot of people in retirement think they're going to have the lowest uh, tax base they're ever going to have in retirement because they're not making W-2. Well, wait a second. What if the taxes go up, right? Uh, so historically, tax rates are lower than they used to be right now. Their taxes are on sale. With increasing national debt and government spending, many experts believe that taxes will have to go up, right, in order to meet the nation's budget requirements. Social Security is one. Medicare is another, right? Um, next is inflation. Well, the cost of living adjustments reflect a 14.6% inflation over the last two years. And some experts believe true inflation has been much higher. I happen to be one of those who think that because they keep changing the calculation over time. So whatever they tell you the inflation is, it's probably worse according to an old calculation. Um, number four here, portfolio balances going down too quickly. Yes. If you're in drawdown, your balance is going down because of the stock, the stock market's down and you're in withdrawal. That means you're withdrawing of a smaller bucket. The bucket is getting smaller. This is the uh, negative sequence of returns risk that people in retirement have. What if that happens? Stock market is down two or three years in a row. You're drawing down your, your money for income and taxes go up. Okay, that's not a fun party I want to be in, right? So preservation of assets is key in order to fund a long-term retirement. Are you exposed to large losses due to market volatility? There are ways around that with proper planning and evolved planning that most people really just don't have a clue of because they're not asking the questions. Market crashes. Well, we're living in one, right? I wouldn't call it a crash and more like a correction. So you may want to consider reducing your risk uh, you're taking with your current portfolio. Um, it depends on you and who you are and your risk tolerance and your all of your assets and your time horizon, right? So all these things are important here, but why take unnecessary risk? Could you achieve your goals with less risk? Well, for a lot of people, the answer is yes, but they don't know it because they're not asking. Maybe it's pride. Maybe it's perfectionism. Who knows? Did you know that from 2000 to 2002, the market, say S&P, saw three straight years of declines? That was negative 9.1 in 2000, negative 11.9 in 2001. In 2002, it was negative 22.1%. In 2008, it was negative 37. That's a great recession right there, folks. In 2018, down 4.4%, and in 2022, 16.9% year-to-date, right? Um, that could have changed even today, right? Healthcare expenses. For a lot of people who are retired, healthcare expenses are going to be huge over their lifetime. So between prescriptions, common procedures, potential long-term care expenses, a couple retiring in 2022 may need to spend upwards of $315,000 on healthcare during their retirement years. Where's the money going to come from? And can your current situation provide for that? That's why we talk about asset dedication. What bucket's going to pay for that? Know the purpose of your money. Having to care for a loved one. That's a huge one, folks. And, and we're going to have a show that's just specifically dedicated to that related to those things. So retirees who have to care for a dependent or a parent like parent or a child will have to deal with additional monthly expenses to look forward after their family. 
if you're in the sandwich generation where you have elderly parents and you're trying to care for them and they don't have provisions to do that, you know the pain. And it takes people who have seen this up front, Alzheimer's, dementia, some other sort of, uh, you know, decline that they need to care for. And maybe they're remote. Maybe you, maybe you as the children live in another, another state. That's very real. I see it up close. Here's the cost cutter of the week. The happiest people who meet with us are people, you know, during their annual reviews, the ones who have paid off their home. It does something. It gives you psychological comfort, right? We no longer have that expense. Now we have more money, right? So if you have to pay, uh, if you have to pay a monthly mortgage during your retirement, it can be absorbed entirely of one of the two social security incomes that you've got if you're a married couple or take up almost the entire single person's monthly social security benefit. It goes towards paying off the mortgage, a place to live, the biggest expense you're probably going to have. So we strongly encourage all of our prospects and clients to consider, you know, looking at and exploring how they may pay off their mortgages in a smart way. That said, trying to pay off a, a family home with your IRA money, ouch, right? It's going to be an ouch because it's a, it's a double whammy you, because you get, you, you will owe taxes on the money you withdraw to pay off that house, right? You'll, you'll pay income tax rate in, on that. So remember, you wouldn't pay off 20% of your real estate commission. So you don't want to have to pay 20% plus or plus in taxes when you pay off the mortgage for your family's primary residence either. So again, we encourage clients to use their money in their investment accounts, withdraw cash value from their life insurance plans or savings accounts. So you can uh, also consider selling, are you one of those people that have collectible art, an extra vehicle or a separate piece of real estate to raise funds necessary to pay off the family home? Uh, those are choices, right? People who have choices. The tax burden on the sale of these typical investments uh, is minimal or zero. Housing is, a, is one of the biggest costs retirees face. So eliminating that mortgage removes a sizable monthly bill from your retirement expenses. So um, you'll still need to pay some taxes and maintenance costs on your home, but got it, like, you know, property tax. But that should significantly lessen your uh, outlay, right, your, and, and your mortgage payments. So uh, we do have a little bit more time here. Um, bonds. Um, I'm going to hit it ever so quickly, and then we're going to wrap up here. So uh, consider a bond replacement. Um, although some things are perking up here with the short-term yields, um, you know, there are benefits to bond alternatives. You can get 100% principal protection, meaning you can never do worse than zero, which is great. Market-like gains without market risk. Wow participate in the gains of the index and income you can never outlive on top of that. You know, if that's what we want to do, uh, if it's right for you, uh, no fees, liquidity, if you need it. So people who are often concerned about tying up their money, you know, they want liquidity. It's built in these days. Uh, you can grow your money tax deferred, right? And, and some have bonuses and, and uh, benefits to it. Okay. So, there are things like that. If you do not know what that is as a bond alternative, give us a call. Give us a call at 858-521-9700 or go to retirementunbroken.com and press the button for your complimentary consultation. Hey, this has been Merit Strunk. I might be the only Merit you ever talked to. Um, I am president at Momentum Financial and we love helping people. I talk to every single person that responds. It's an easy conversation. I encourage you to uh, get equipped, find out the answers to your questions, and we'll join you next time for the Retirement and Broken Show. Have a great one. Thanks for listening to Your Retirement Unbroken. You deserve to work with an experienced and licensed expert who will strategically work to protect and grow your hard-earned assets. To schedule your complimentary no-obligation consultation with Merit, visit retirementunbroken.com or pick up the phone and call 858-521-9700. That's 858-521-9700. 
Advisory services are offered through Momentum Financial and Insurance Services, LLC, an investment advisor in the state of California. Insurance products and services are offered through Merit Strunk, an independent agent, California license number 0L7510. Certified financial fiduciary is a FINRA-recognized professional certification. As the song says, It's the most wonderful time of the year. But don't let holiday spending wreck your retirement plan. I'm Matt McClure with the Retirement.Radio Network, powered by AmeriLife. Just over $832. That's how much the National Retail Federation says the average American plans to spend on holiday gifts, food, and decorations this year. Many of us will spend much more than that. So how do you keep from overdoing it? Financial website Investopedia has some tips on keeping holiday spending under control. Number one is perhaps the most important. Set spending limits for yourself. Tyler Ferguson with Jack's Federal Credit Union agrees. Some can even go old school like myself and use a cash spending plan to ensure that you're staying inside of your budget. Uh, you're actually using cash to mitigate those swiping of the cards. Uh, it's also an effective plan if you have kids uh, wanting to shop as well. That from News 4 Jacks. The number two tip from Investopedia is to make your own naughty or nice list. In other words, if your shopping list includes more than five people outside your immediate family, start cutting it. Then, bake cookies or other treats to give to those who didn't make the cut. That way, you spread holiday cheer without breaking the budget, and you don't seem like Scrooge. Humbug! Other bits of advice from Investopedia include being realistic about your budget, collecting coupons or discount codes, and organizing group volunteering instead of holiday parties. Ferguson says one thing you should not overlook is getting the kids involved. Uh, for the younger kids, you want to give them a smaller dollar amount, uh, maybe a $10 uh, cash transaction to kind of help provide them a visual observation of what they're using the, the funds for. And then for your older kids who have either been saving themselves already or they have a you know, lump sum to kind of go shopping with, can open up an account for them, go over how to budget and how to spend. So how can you give this holiday season without busting your budget? That's a key question to consider as Santa starts warming up the sleigh. With the Retirement.Radio Network, powered by AmeriLife, I'm Matt McClure.